0: To Morb Happens, the one and only podcast, Morbcast, about Morbius, Michael Morbius, the living vampire. That's right, folks. You've tuned in to the Morbcast, that Morbins. It's the podcast that we all care about. <laughs> does that make sense to say the podcast oh my god you guys I just saw fucking Morbius in theaters now I didn't see it in theaters but it is in theaters now of course you know it I mean (laughs) we don't have to pretend you know it's uh it's a phenomenon you know Morbius is sweeping the nation hashtag Morb sweep it's sweeping box offices a trillion tickets have already sold um you know you cannot buy these things i hear people are trading them as and and, and minting them as nfts it's insane um man I, I oh uh so i'm spencer i'm your host of morbcast and i'm here with uh kevin who i think has the
1: rock did you notice that I, kevin i do i do I, I feel like i have the rock no, that's you actually do. you've
0: it's, been stuck I've been talking and it's you've been it's been on you that whole time which is fine I don't like looking at me but you know I you know as a tech person I if you didn't know that that would be something I, to
1: know I, I don't know why zoom does what it does it's it's yeah. very bizarre it yeah.
0: you know I pitched Streamyard before but I think that doesn't work in your workflow we got to figure something out you know we can really get crazy with it and something as important as
1: Morbius deserves it you know wouldn't you deserve the best So what do you think about Morbius, Kevin? So this is going to shock you and probably ruin our entire podcast, but I I have not seen it yet. But I'm not sure if that really is. Oh, Spencer's leaving. Uh, Spencer has walked away from his desk. The joke really works because when I'm not talking,
0: the camera's not on me. And so you cannot see.
1: You have to noisily get up and leave
0: yeah yeah uh but but so yeah uh it's a yeah i mean it's a pandemic i don't know you're a caregiver and stuff uh you know kevin's a classic caregiver he uh gives care to me and it's important and uh he gives care to all these misfits on the Shrub home video baby in in the discord uh but yeah uh, man i just there's something in the air and it's morbius i i gotta tell you like seriously i was listening to um I listen to a podcast called What a Time to Be Alive. It, they count down kind of silly, stupid, funny news stories and they were talking about morbius. They were like, "Oh man, morbius. It's so fun to say." And then they just started saying morbius and they were coming up with like ways to say it in funny ways. I think they came up with "make mine a morbius," which is great. Uh, "Kevin, why don't you try saying that just just for for fun?" Uh, m- "Make
1: mine a morbius." that's It i, I right? like that. Isn't, it is isn't that fun to say it is
0: yeah so i was like i think you know we're on to something and then of course the big dogs i don't know if you guys know but there's a twitch group called the big Dogs. that's frank howley and brian uh, i'm gonna pronounce this wrong but abu chakra and uh they do twitch stream they're a lot of fun they're really cool they're way better streaming than me and they have just gone all in on Morb fever man they actually got you know they bit me they gave me the bit the the bite you know and now i'm a vampire of morbius uh stuff and (laughs) but they got me into it because as morbius came out in theaters there was a promotional push and part of that promotional push was, uh, a Morbius discord channel, uh, discord.gg Morbius. And, um, it's the official discord of Morbius. And if you go now, I might actually go there right now. Hold on. If you go there right now, you could just see people just absolutely morbin out having the time of their lives. Like, um, there's a lot of copy pastas. This says, okay, I'm just gonna read some. Um, if Morbius, uh, are, but where are the good values? And then this says Morbin Scorsese, Mighty Morbin Power Morbers, first movie to sell one more billion tickets. I'm watching Morbius. I love Morbius, Morbius sweep. Morbius, Jared Morbius Leto. Do you guys think Morbius likes Weezer? Morbius did nine 11 back from the dead to watch Morbius. So this is the kind of stuff that's going on in the Morb on the Morb court, as I like to call it. And you know, I've just been there morbing out. Um, the thing about this discord is if you post, um, if you post in it, you'll slowly level up the more that you post. So really everyone just goes in there and shit posts, and it's the Morb chord. So you got to post Morbs and everyone's posting Morbius gifts and posting just the word Morbius over and over. There was someone that posted the word Morbius gaving 400 distinct times. And like over the course of three days, I watched it and, uh, and everyone's leveling up by by yelling Morbius and it's just good vibes all around uh and I wouldn't recommend you know it's it's the internet so there's a lot of shitty trolls everywhere they get banned and stuff but it's it's not good don't go there but you know so it was just I was just on this website for hours I was not doing my chores I was not doing my laundry I was not eating I was just posting the word Morbius in the Morbius discord (laughs) for two hours like multiple days in a row. It's insane. Like, and this is not a joke. Like this was actually happening. There's something about it. You know, we got Kevin to say, make mine a Morbius and he agreed. It was a lot of fun. There's something addictive about it and it's in the air and everyone feels it. Um, Another example, I was just listening to blank check podcast. They talk about movies and they were talking about a movie. And then they were like, you know, we actually just made an appointment to see Dr. Michael Morbius. And then they were talking about, you know, he's an unorthodox doctor, you know? And so it's like, even blank check is getting more fever. Like, I really think it's something. And, you know, obviously it's not every day that a movie sells a trillion tickets. Right, Kevin? Oh, I—I I mean, that's that's
1: got to be a record. That's got to be.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We were thinking about trying to talk to Morb fans. I don't know. Do you have? Has anyone responded to our our Morb letter and like mm. trying uh, giving us anything?
1: Not yet. I've put that's the call a out a shame. couple times, and not a single person wants to talk to us about about Morbius.
0: And that's just to you know that's just a somber reflection
1: on how shitty the Shrubholm Video Discord is and why they're all pieces I- of shit. Yeah. Should I clarify though that they do, do not need to have seen to watched it to to tune in?
0: Uh, at this point, I think it's fine. You know, okay. I you know maybe I should find my Discord and start like uh, telling let's, those. Yeah, that, try yours too, and let's see what we get. All right. Well, should we just drop the Zoom link? <laughs> should I link the Zoom link? I don't know. Do you guys want to call in? Want to call in? Anyway, meanwhile, I'm going to summarize the movie Morbius. Okay, so it starts out. <laughs> It's this crazy island, and it's raining and scary, and a fucking black hawk, ch- you know, helicopter is. Ch- 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 you know cutting through the sky and out walks Dr. Michael Morbius who is a, a, a sick man he, he has to use crutches to get around you know he's very frail but he's he's charming and he's uh you know re- he has resolve you know the the grit of a leading man and everyone's as- afraid at where they've landed which is just apparently just a cave with vampire bats in it and it has this very cool looking thing in front of the cave that you probably saw in the trailers that I was certain would be exciting. Explained, or at least, you know, one word would be spent uh explaining, you know, what this thing was or even calling it by name, you know, just a reference, as if like just to say, like, no, this is not a normal thing. You don't see this weird metal frame, door frame that spits these streams of water down. That's weird, you know. But, you know, a, a quality film like Morbius isn't gonna get bogged down by details like that. And so, yeah, so Michael Morbius, he cuts his hand and holds it up to the cave, and bats pour out. And you're thinking, oh, is this how he gets his powers? No, it it has nothing to do with anything that happens throughout the whole rest of the film. Like, oh no, no, I guess later it turns out that while he was there, he caught some of the vampire bats. So it's like later he owns vampire bats. And it's like, I guess that happened in that opening scene, right? You know, back then, because it's like it does. We didn't need to see it. It doesn't connect to anything. It's not very interesting at all. And but it's like that's how we start. And then you go into the flashback where he's a kid and he's sick and he has a sick friend and it's it's young Matt Smith, the sick friend. You know, and they both have a blood disease. And oh man, the sick friend he starts dying. But Morbius is so smart as a kid that he uses a ballpoint pen to uh, to fix some sort of uh er device or something some sort of device that that matt smith is relying on to survive and uh it brings him back to life and they're like oh my god you're the smartest kid in, in, in ever you're gonna be a prodigy and then you'll be you'll be doing everything and then cut to the future and now he's researching vampire bats to cure himself you know i don't know we, we i don't know if i should summarize the whole movie but you know just to give you a, t- a taste of just a lot of really good specific you know completely not uh interchangeable forgettable
2: garbage
1: oh we, we do have a caller uh to, oh th- that wants to talk to us about morbius you, are you ready for a caller sure yeah all right so this is this is dr ryan oh shit! I, okay the-
0: all right so it is going to take a little bit for the audio to connect so I think we'll have to plug that gap and make sure your audio is connected it says your audio is connected you want to try talking Dr Ryan hello can you hear me oh yes I can hear you Dr Ryan and Dr Ryan are you a real doctor I am a real doctor and a level 20 vampire on the Morbius discord (laughs) okay so we got a level 20 vamp I myself am level 18. uh
2: how did you pull this off uh I've been posting Morbius morb or morbius gaming every 10 seconds for the last week uh and, and, and you i have a confirm, great time
0: you did confirm earlier you are a real doctor
2: yes i have a medical license and i see patients and and you've achieved level 20 <laughs> oh it's great in between patients at work i just get on my phone really quick pop a quick morb and then you know get back to work treating oh, people man
0: that sounds like professional and healthy boundaries the kinds of stuff i can't have and the kinds of stuff that michael morbius needs to uh set himself apart from the evil matt smith who isn't afraid to devour innocence to you know consume the blood he needs to survive that is true you know um but so okay so uh how did you get indoctrinated into morbius how did well, you catch Morb fever
2: uh you've already shot out uh our mutual friend frank from big dogs uh, I got a text that just said, there's a Morbius discord to which I answered. What is a Morbius? And then I found out about Morbius and man, my life has changed. Um, and uh, ever since then, I've just been, I've been bit. Yeah. Get, get the little pun there with the, with the Morbius virus that, that is yeah. just infected me at all levels. <laughs> I Wait, I've okay, gone so, so far as to Jared Leto put up a Morbius uh, merch store on his 30 seconds to mars thing and i bought a hundred and twenty dollar morbius bomber jacket oh my god just to okay. show my love for morbius
0: i just want to circle back because you did something really funny where you said you got bit by the morbius and and then you said it was a little pun but
2: i don't Can can you explain i don't get it oh okay so dr michael morbius is a living vampire so he has fangs and he bites people to get their blood and so it's sort of like i got bit just like i was being bit by dr michael morbius making me a (laughs) living vampire yeah yeah
0: yeah. okay like being okay yeah because vampire (laughs) yeah yeah no okay that's awesome uh that's so funny oh man can you guys hear my doorbell oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's the doorbell i already told the doorbell story um but okay so so the fix is in you guys it's time to come clean i know dr ryan he's a ringer we had him in the pocket dr ryan actually plays d and d with me is that true dr ryan
2: i do i play d and d with you every
0: tuesday and it's been so much fun yeah so you, I mean, how did, were you, how you were involved with this pretty early on, right? It was my idea. I pitched Frank on it, but I think he talked about you and said you were interested in stuff. Do you remember how you kind of got roped into our D and D game?
2: Oh yeah. I've been, I like DD. it's been so hard to find a group for a while, just cause I don't have a lot of friends that play it anymore that aren't in groups. group. So I've been talking to Frank for a while. I was like, you should try D and D let's try D and D. And then one day he just said, Hey, I'm going to play D and D. Do you want to play? And he said, I was like, yeah, sure. And he was like, I got a DM for us already. I figured I was going to have to do it. And I was like, oh, great. Who is it? And he was like, it's Spencer Crittenden. Uh, I was like, oh, fuck. I said that out <laughs> loud because I think I was streaming at the time and he said it to me and he just hear me go, oh, fuck. Um, and I've just been, it's, it's been a dream come true. I've been having so much fun. We've been doing the most insane campaign I've ever been a part of because we're, we're, we work for Taco Bell. We we're running to this. Yeah. Uh, but but first, Kevin,
0: I think, are we off the air? What's up with the stream, Kevin? We, we were briefly off the
1: air for people watching this live, oh, but people right. watching this so later are still going to watch this just fine. Yeah, we okay. record
0: this. It's intact. I just was, if there was something we needed to, I thought, let, let's make a nice stopping point if we had to, but we don't. So let's talk about, yeah. So I have, for a long time, wanted to do a D&D Twitch stream. And um, also, after that, I had the idea first, and then what happened after... Was a lot of people for years said, Hey, Spencer, you should do a DD Twitch stream. And I'm like, Yeah, no shit, dumbass. You fucking idiot. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, that's like, Oh, 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 Spencer, you do a podcast? Maybe you should try talking during it. Like, oh my God, have you thought about like maybe having an opening theme song or talking to guests? That could be a really good, you know, that's really good for a podcast. It's like, Yeah, no, that's like the whole. That's all I am is D and D what the fuck are you? Like, you have to, you think I don't think of this stuff on my own, Jesus Christ. Um, but you know, but to be fair in their defense, um, I didn't do it for the longest time and you might think that, yeah, I, I, was, it was, it was it wasn't anything he, you know, he must not have thought of this, but in fact, it's actually hard to get together a funny group of people that can meet regularly for something that doesn't immediately start paying money. Is that true? Dr. Ryan. Uh,
2: I, Sure. I don't know. Well, you play D&D. Isn't it hard yeah. to get a group together? Oh, it's absolutely. I I, I thought you meant for money. Um, No, it's, it's almost impossible sometimes to get your friends to say, we're going to meet up once a week at this or even every other week before someone finally goes, oh, I got something going on. Oh, I got this going on. And invariably, every group falls apart eventually. Sure. Yeah. That's the thing. It's a, you know, it's a social
0: thing and you just, a social thing can't last forever. You know, no relationship will last forever. We die, et cetera. But you know, it, it's tough, but that's why my little weasel brain started working, which was, you know, the, the Frank and these big dogs. They stream all the time. They got to. They have a regular streaming schedule where they're essentially stuck in their houses and can't leave. And they don't have anywhere better to be than to play DD. So I was like, this might be the perfect opportunity. This is a whole group of people. I don't have to like audition or think of like, oh, who would be good? I'll just join the big dogs, you know, and then and then they'll be there and then I'll get to play D. It was brilliant. It was the most brilliant idea I've ever had, probably. And then I talked to Frank and boy did he blow my mind because he was like i want to be wario spawn i don't know have you heard of mud spider-man we got to get mud spider-man in there jigsaw's i want jigsaw to be my best friend and i'm like i want to taco bell and i'm like i don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about i don't know what the fuck this guy's smoking but i want some you know you know what i'm talking about but like i don't know it really it really got me inspired and i think you know you i mean you're the player uh, i guess you know you'd be blowing
2: smoke at my ass but it's been crazy you know we've been doing some really silly cool shit right yeah n- no smoke i've been having a great time this is definitely the weirdest campaign because when he said we're gonna play DD, i was expecting uh just normal you know dnd i had written some character ideas and then when we went into that character building episode and he said my name is wire spawn and we're building our our own taco bell I threw everything I had in the trash and said, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. I didn't have any
0: strong directions, but I was also picturing normal D and D. And when he started pitching ideas, I was like, you know, this is way not what I've done, but it seems like it could be my bag. And also I've always wanted to do more. Just uh, like intentionally comedic, silly stuff. Like, obviously we delve into comedy and Harmon Quest and Harmontown and stuff, but it's not like the inherent premise of the adventure isn't necessarily comedic. It's like maybe the inherent premise of an episode is, but not the whole conceit but this is wall-to-wall stuff like well, let's just talk through the story our main character wario spawn he was a 14 year old wario the literal wario from mario and he was a child soldier taking place in the mushroom wars the mushroom wars where were waged between the koopa kids uh and the mushroom kingdom and they were started after um i think they were started it's not super clear we haven't set this all in stone yet but they the, the mushroom were started after uh the mushroom kingdom assassinated king koopa or bowser and so the koopalings the koopa kids they vowed revenge and the the ensuing mushroom wars destroyed mushroom kingdom led to the lost the disappearance of princess peach and you know it killed wario spawn or it killed wario at the time who uh who went to hell and who saw the lead devil of hell or demon of hell who was the taco bell chihuahua you know uh, uh what does he say uh pizza uh, pizza right you'll, you'll carry a Taco Bell there you go you'll carry a Taco Bell the only thing I can think of that the Taco Bell dog says is here lizard 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 <laughs> which was for the Godzilla promotion of Taco Bell the like the advertising marketing like joke was that the Chihuahua had a box like one of those classic box traps with a stick and the string and under it was a taco like that was going to capture Godzilla <laughs> You know, um, but that's all I can think of, but, but so T- taco bell dog is the, uh, leader of hell. And he, you know, he told the dead wario that, you know, you can become a Hell spawn of mine and, and pursue my goals for me. I want to, I've actually been cast out of taco bell in, in place of corporate assholes. And I want to regain this power. So you're going to come and, and spread the gospel of taco bell to, to bring me back into power and brought wario spawn back to life. And and so you know that's kind of the adventure he's he's kind of trying to uh (laughs) this is deep spawn lore but spawn has this necroplasm counter uh that like measures his power level essentially and unlike other health spawns uh spawn runs out of power he has like a finite amount of power or something because the more power you use the more it kills your soul and he's trying to save his soul anyway but so wario spawn has a counter that counts like taco bell points and the more like taco bell influence he spreads and the more taco bells you guys open the higher his taco bell counter gets and the closer the taco bell dog gets to uh controlling taco bell again so you guys were working at a taco bell you got attacked by bob bombs and uh burger King and Uh, 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 Doritos Locos Kobolds, you know, you met uh, Del Taco Dan, who uh, was this crazy guy, his head could like twist all around. And uh, yeah, I don't know, you've been on some crazy adventures, but... None more crazy. Oh, oh! Also, you guys met. Uh, Aaron Pierce does the sh- does the podcast. You guys, uh, she, or not a podcast? She does the the D with us, and she plays a character named Yermo, who is a minion like from Minions movies, except she's also a necromancer who's obsessed with beans and who works for Del Taco. So, um, she's like a Del Taco bean necromancer. That's a minion, and oh, it's a minion with a human face. <laughs> that's a good part of it but so you know it's a crazy thing but nothing was more crazy than this last episode right right dr ryan
2: oh yeah so my character's name was kevin and he was a corporate moderator who was sent as sort of to be the accountant from hell to watch over the taco bell and we were doing uh, a quest to find out who had been putting cocaine in the water supply of a local elf village when i went off on my own to research i was run down by a vampire horse okay killed- can i just oh, yeah. interrupt you yeah go just, ahead.
0: just imagine the strength the rippling muscles the physique of a fucking horse you know the top speed just the power the weight the momentum you could carry as a horse but then the evil the cruelty of a fucking vampire plus the superhuman ability like a vampire horse would legitimately want be like one of the most pants shitting monsters in all of D D like history and that's what what our our, our unfortunate uh accountant kevin hilt had to uh face down and it 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 pretty much
2: ate a like oh i died i i died it killed my character i was my character is dead but thankfully as i was bitten by a vampire horse i have risen and my new my character has taken a new name and his name is dr ryan morbius (laughs) dr ryan morbius now i'm playing myself as a living vampire and i'm very excited
0: yeah, you thought this was just a complete tangent into D&D? No, we were
2: looking back We're still talking about Morbius here, guys. Oh, it's a cultural oh reset. God.
0: Morbius is a cultural reset. It really is. I think like, yeah. I, I I just I saw it this morning. I watched the camera you guys and it's bad. It's so bad. It's like it's so bad. It's just like not like every single <laughs> it's the outline of a movie and they just shot that it's like, okay, what happens in the scene? Like, I guess Milo reveals he's bad and that's all like, I'm bad love. And then it's like cut. And then it's like, it's like, there's no substance. There's no specificity. There's no characterization. All the characters have nothing to do and you don't care about them at all. They have no pathos. Like uh, (laughs) Milo's whole thing is when he was a kid, he got beaten up and that's like why he's so vengeful and is killing people. And it's like, I mean you that doesn't buy that like you get you like you don't buy that oh he got beat up one time and now he's evil like it doesn't track you know and that's the whole thing like none of it actually holds together uh kevin can you look up the writers and what the writers also worked on because (laughs) their past works are really funny oh i want to hear this but uh yeah i don't know uh it was it was it was uh, there's two post-credit sequences and both of them were utterly meaningless uh you got anything kevin
1: uh so burke sharpless is known for the lost in space tv series the reboot and power rangers no this is movies you got they're gonna be like movies there's like um so the other writer worked on exactly the same shows pretty much
0: there's nothing so i gotta find this myself sorry let's cut this out Fuck it but i want to talk about there's a scene in morbius where he he gets arrested Um, I can't remember why, but I guess for being a vampire, right? A living vampire, the most dangerous kind, (laughs) but, uh, but, uh, he, so he, he gets arrested and he can't go back to his lab and he needs his lab because that's where all his fake blood is because he drinks fake blood and not real blood because that's what separates him from the bad guy. The bad guy is willing to drink, which is again, such a mushy such a mushy distinction like if it's a vampire movie i think we're rooting for the protagonist to kind of acceptably get away with feeding on some people you know and they deprive us of that like he's not eating people we're not seeing bad guys get punished really there is a scene where like when he first morbs out like um it's it's to protect his girlfriend kind of because his girlfriend is in this scary guy in this scary place it's dark and then this weird guy comes up and he's like transcending her boundaries and it's like oh is he gonna like attempt to assault her but like he's just rude and then just kind of walks away from her and then he morbs out and kills him and it's like well that's like the sequence where he has to do it to you know save the girl but it's like no he did it it's just completely it wasn't anything it was just a nothing scene uh, anyway but at some point he has to get his lab back and so he he hears someone <laughs> he hears someone at a bar who is trying to pay with counterfeit bills and you see the waitress mark the dollar multiple times and it's clear that this is counterfeit and it's making her so uncomfortable and and she's like i can't take this and he's like here come on you know you take some of yourself and he gives him like he gives her like three or four hundred like fake hundred dollars you know and then she's like no you have to leave which is just like such this like like this not a real situation like no one would be like oh no like oh my god is this well counterfeit money you know like it's just it was so weird And then he follows them, Uh, Oh, but he he hears them say, we got to get back to the lab. And so he follows them to a construction site where they have this unspecified lab. It's probably a drug lab, but it's not clear. And he just walks on scene. It's not clear that they're committing any crimes other than counterfeiting that they're involved in. And he walks in and there's this big black black guy who's in charge. And he's like, hey, I don't want to kill you. I just want to take your lab. You guys walk out of here all no problem. And then the guy pulls a knife. And I think he goes for a stab, but it's not immediate. You know, the guy's like, you know, this is my lab. We're not going to give it to you, which is a reasonable thing. I mean, sure these guys are criminals, but they set up this lab. You don't just get the lab because other people are criminals and you're Morbius. You know, that doesn't justify taking a lab from people. And then but he's like, you know, and then so he goes to to stab him and then he he grabs a knife and twists his hand and it's like, "Oh, I'm 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 empowered now because you're so hurt by my You know, karate move or whatever. And then he proceeds to break every finger on this guy's bones. The guy is just um, defending his crew against the guy who wanted to steal the the whole place like he's doing completely reasonable thing and you're supposed to buy like oh yeah this is him punishing the bad guys it's like no you could have stopped with one broken figure the guy clearly gets it he wasn't he wasn't continuing to like mouth off after his first finger was broken and then goes and breaks the other four fingers and then it's like now i have a lab now i can make my own fake blood again like who cares he doesn't use the lab oh no he does i guess he makes like a, a he makes up poison in the lab because he's like, I got to kill the bad guy and myself. So the vampirism doesn't spread. And then, you know, he doesn't end up killing himself, Um, but <sighs> bad movie. I really wanted to like it because it's so fun. Morbing out on the morb card. You know, I don't know. Sorry. I'm I'm talking so much. Dr. Ryan and Kevin, what do you guys think?
2: Uh, I don't want to see this movie, but I don't want the Morbius discord to end anytime soon. Cause I'm just having fun. Basically remembering what it was like to be 12 on the internet yeah. that's really all it boils down to i spent like 30 minutes yesterday finding different uh, old movie quotes and inserting the word morbius into them like putting in the whole you know how i got these scars sketch or uh, <laughs> monologue from the dark knight and it's like how did i get these fangs you know my dad was a living vampire and i wanted to be a morbius and it's like it is just a great excuse to be dumb with a bunch of people who realize we're in a stupid discord that Sony has verified and given to these moderators who don't give a shit. I'm sorry. Can I swear? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're good.
2: Who don't give a shit and are just there to make sure nobody says anything racist. Uh, and the rest of us or are just there or transphobic, which happens and thankfully yeah. it's taken care of very quickly. I will say they do it. Yeah, I told you
0: it's a full I I said up top that it's like it's full of shitty, you know, yeah. I mean they get moderated pretty quick, but yeah.
2: But 90% of the people there are there to just like we realize what's going on here. Sony made that's this. the thing, everyone's yeah. on the same page. That's why it's so great. Everyone there is on the, you'll get one or two people being like, yeah. What is this? And then they eventually get folded in, where it's like, Oh, they just we just start posting Morbius. <laughs> yeah, we all realize that no one actually cares about the official morbius discussion we're just here to talk about the morbius dating channel morbius gaming and uh the morbius union take back our Morbius Morbius rights yeah we started the morbius union are we we need a lower timer we
1: need uh a (laughs) okay hold on i gotta we gotta
0: set this up hold on but first kevin do you have any words to get in edgewise before we you know continue to box you out
1: Uh, no, I, I, I was no part of this. So actually I'm just, I'm just taking (laughs) all this in and loving it. I mean, I'm sure this is confusing a living vampire. How does that work? Well, I, I I just, I almost don't want to ruin the surprise when I actually do watch this, but actually I was just reading Morbius trivia too, trying to find something to interject with here. And they, the, the, the creators of this movie have such integrity to the storyline that they shot scenes of JK Simmons as J Jonah Jameson. And then after they shot it, but before the movie came out, they realized that he should not have existed in the universe that Morbius is in. So they scrapped all of his scenes. Yeah, that, well, that, that is incredible thing- commitment to the Spider Man storyline.
0: Well, there was just a lot of shit. Like it was a cursed movie and not even necessarily for any one person's fault. Like it would have been a tough task. COVID, all these things happened. Um, but also, you know, the, the Fox and Marvel kind of cinematic split just ruins everything. Apparently Morbius was like supposed to be straight Marvel cinematic. And then they were like, no, it's gotta be Fox or something like that. So that, that like change, I think that's why the Jonah thing was that way. Like Kevin reported, did you
2: say something, Ryan? I uh, just sorry to uh, it's Sony no, no, Fox. Fox owned the Mar- uh, the, yes, uh, the Sony,
0: movie. Sony. Yes, sorry. And
2: Sony owns the Spider-Verse.
0: Right. Yeah, Sony. I, yeah, I I'm bad at names and stuff, but yeah, it's so Sony they've been doing the whatever. Anyway, but uh, uh but let's talk to Morbius union. So the the there's a time limit so you can't post too fast to prevent spamming. And, you know, it didn't used to exist, but then it was like three minutes right what was the first one because so, that's what spawned
2: the morbius union right it was uh just there the, it was maybe like a minute or so and then a bunch of people around the time that we came in we brought a bunch of people and it just you know, it blew up they changed it to a 10 minute timer and that was just too long <laughs> you can make
0: one message every 10 minutes which is insane you cannot have a conversation with
2: someone no you can only talk every 10 minutes they eventually bumped it down to five but it was still too much so We decided to start the Morbius Union. We, the Morbius Union, are fighting for our Morbius rights. And our our demands were that you bring down the timer, you add a voice channel, you unban our friend, Kimchi Bubbles. Kimchi Bubbles. Kimchi Bubbles. Still, people are... The great thing about the Morbius Discord is that people will just find the, the things that people are spamming copy pasting take and copy and paste them and so it's been days and there are people who have just joined they're like oh yeah the Morbius scene you've got a ban on un- unbanned <laughs> kimchi bubbles knowing having no idea who kimchi bubbles is Who is our friend that got banned for asking uh the action. jared leto is part of the morbius discord he did a yes Q&A. you can
0: see his official account you can add him he's never locked in but logged in but everyone adds him constantly and they go at jared leto space morbius
2: uh, or our, our friend kimchi bubbles uh, was uh, posting, uh, dear Jared Leto, I may be your un- illegitimate uh, child. Can we please meet up to discuss if uh, I'm related to you? And I guess that got to the ire of the moderators, and Kimchi Bubbles was unfairly banned. And so we are trying banned.
0: to and You guys have made some gains, right?
2: But yeah, but Kimchi we, Bubbles is still kimchi, banned. She is still not gotten oh. back. Uh, we have gotten our, our friend Audrey back. Audrey was just posting the word Morbius apparently too much for one of the moderators, but we were able to get her back. So, you know, it's yeah, just, we need bad. the Morbius union and we're gonna pass our Morbius rights. The new thing is we want the Morbius dating channel or dating lounge so that Morbius heads, morb heads as we call ourselves could, can meet up and, you know, propagate our Morb love. So that's our next demand yeah i
0: think that's a good one and then there's always uh there's an emoji in the morb cord that's just uh, it's a box of fries with a stylized m on it and it's morb oh, fries yeah. it doesn't have any relation to uh,
2: anything at all I, th- I think jared leto once said he wanted to do something with mcdonald's and then it just spawned into <laughs> morb donald's we need our morb fries that's the other- and then the other great one is that for some reason there is an emote of ned from spider-man right so that's Turned into, well, of course, that means Ned is going to be in Morbius too. What is he going to be doing? Is he going to be Morbius' sidekick? Is he going to be Morbius' rival? Is he going to become a living vampire himself, Ned Morbius or Norbius? So <laughs> you, can, you can discuss your Norbius theories all day.
0: Oh, my God.
2: What's even better, the reason people want levels is that when you hit level 10, you get GIF posting rights. Right. And yeah. not just the ones that they have. Any GIF ever. So it becomes people making thousands and thousands of gifts of just the word Morb in a cube or the Morb sphere or <laughs> a morb little sphere. locket that opens that says Morbius, my beloved. It has a picture of Morbius
0: or, <laughs> or, you can or just, a gift like, that says morb- Morbius gaming. And it's yeah. a picture of Morbius wearing gamer headphones.
2: <laughs> or you can do what I do and just start typing in random words and posting gifts and then saying they're about Morbius. Like <laughs> you just type in Al capoco and you find people dancing and you say, this is my Morbius dance.
0: Morbius walk into the club
2: like. Yeah. It's great.
0: And what I have enjoyed doing is just writing, you know, kind of creative fictional sentences, including Mm. the word Morbius, such as, uh, you know, Morbius taking a stroll down the boardwalk and looking at cotton candy before deciding it's too expensive or, you know, Dr. Michael Morbius. Oh, you go go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go. Let's trade off. Let's trade off.
2: Dr. Michael Morbius taking a weekend off from his practice to go antiquing and finding a nice Adirondack chair, bringing it home and making some uh, sweet tea to enjoy on the porch while watching the sunset.
0: Morbius, Dr. Michael Morbius reading his newspaper on the sidewalk when a truck
2: zooms by into a puddle and splashes all over him. Dr. Michael Morbius going to the store to pick up some orange juice for breakfast, but realizing that they don't have the one with pulp, so instead he decides to get some Martinelli apple
1: juice. Uh, Kevin, you got it? Hold on, I think we're off again. Sorry, keep going. Oh, okay, so <laughs> oh Kevin's gosh. gonna,
0: Kevin's, Kevin's working. Let's 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 keep going.
1: Uh, Uh, what about okay
0: so so morbius presses the wrong elevator button but doesn't want to appear foolish so he gets off anyway and finishes his journey on the stairwell
2: morbius finds a wallet so he brings it down to the local police station to turn it in because that's the right thing to do seven days later they contact him and say that no one has found the wallet and he's welcome to keep it he finds two hundred dollars in it and donates it to a local no-kill animal shelter (laughs) uh wait what does he donate the money the money. Okay. So In the, the wine. wine was very similar
0: actually, which is Morbius sees a small, uh, dirty puppy and adopts it. And of course does the right thing by putting up lost and found signs. And he does find the rightful owner, but he feels something's a little off. And when he asks, um, the owner, what side the splotch is on the owner actually gets the side wrong and he realizes this isn't the real owner at all and decides to keep the puppy himself.
2: Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Dr. Michael Morbius likes to donate his time at a local soup kitchen when he realizes that the um, meat that they're using might have been expired by at least two days. He goes down to a local butcher shop and finds that he can set up to buy more meat at a discount if he's buying it in bulk for this shelter and convinces the butcher shop to donate some as well for not only helping, but good press. (laughs)
0: I think that might be I think I don't know how I got to top of that. Uh, you want to talk about your podcast? You do a podcast, right? Oh, well, yeah, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, Kevin's doing tech stuff, so it's like hey, let's let's uh, that, let's transition in case we need some fun edit points or something. I don't know, you know.
2: Sure. Hey, my name's Dr. Ryan. I do a podcast with my name Chris. With fuck. Ah mm. I do a podcast with my friend Chris, uh, and it's uh called I Have More Trophies Than You. It's about uh, video games and how my friend Chris, they only play games for fun. And I play games because I have a crippling addiction to the PlayStation <laughs> trophy system. Uh, I currently have 1095 platinum trophies. So it's sort of like a book club. Every, uh, we do it bi-weekly. We talk about a video game and dissect the story and the gameplay. And then they talk about how much they enjoyed it playing, just playing it. And I talk about the, how I got all the trophies in the like game the process, the, like the process and the dumb shit I have to go through to like, you know, grind something in Yakuza, like a dragon for 60 hours before I can finish to get one trophy. So it's a good way to just watch, uh, me uh, a doctor who's gone insane and given their life up for trophies and then my friend chris who's just a a, just a a normal person playing video games for fun like they should be played so i have more trophies than you it's on all major podcast thingies just look it up
0: i have more trophies than you that i mean that's a really good pitch i that makes it sound so interesting i don't know what i was expecting but that does sound like a, a like a really
2: fleshed out good idea right yeah, we just liked the idea of a book club and then taking it one step further because I play a lot of really terrible games. Uh, you know, so it's it's like our last episode we just talked about two games that new, uh, came out recently, Ghostwire Tokyo and Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, and our next episode is going to be about an old game called Remember Me on the PS3 that was made by Dontnod, the people who made uh, life is strange and it's a game where you're in Neo Paris stealing memories because nobody remembers that game.
0: Wow, that does sound cool. Yeah. Um, so but you recently platinumed Elden Ring, is that right? Is there any I like did. specific Elden Ring kind of platinum kind of in you know anecdotes or something that would be interesting? I don't platinum, so I don't even know like what's in Elden Ring.
2: Oh, Elden Ring, so most of the from software platinums are very, very straightforward. It's just do ever like beat all the bosses elden ring was no different there's nothing missable in a sense it, as long as you can use a little save scumming because there's uh three separate endings in elden ring which you can't lock yourself out of but if you can set it up just right and use the ability to upload your save to the cloud which you can do on both the playstation and the xbox and i'm assuming on computer i'm not sure there's a way that you can get it to get all three endings without having to play the game three times but other than that trophies are mostly just beat a lot of the major bosses uh find all the legendary weapons find all the legendary spells find all the legendary talismans but really it's great because that game is probably the best video game made in the last decade uh so it was great to just be able to play it with no restrictions on how it has to be played because a lot of games when you plan them there will, there will be some trophy that it's like, do this entire game, you know, only using this one weapon or do an entire game where you can never use this. So it was nice to play that epic game and be able to get the platinum while having no restrictions on how I played my game. Right. Yeah,
0: cuz like when I think of trophies, what was in my head is something like, oh, jump in the air and shoot three guys in the head before you hit the ground and stuff that seems like it would. So a lot of trophies or at least some are like that, right? They're but oh, this yeah. is more just just kill these guys kind of right? it's, it's Cuz it's a hard game.
2: Oh, it's it's um that game is punishing in a way that most other games are not, but the sense of accomplishment when you finally kill that boss that you spent 3 hours on. Mary, uh, millennia, the blade of Nicola, especially it's, it's really great to see that little pop up and know I did it. She's dead. So I love it
0: yeah uh, i haven't got to Melania yet I'm, I'm i think i'm close i don't know uh i've i think i've been at a point where i could end the game but i'm instead kind of doing more side stuff but i don't actually know um but i've been having a lot of fun and you know talking about accomplishment you know i've told I, this is no secret but i when i played dark souls 3 i beat almost the entire game just with cestus uh punch weapons and um and this time through i'm doing a punch run um you can summon these minions to help you called summon ashes in elden ring and i'm not doing that i'm just solo punching everybody myself i'm not using uh like sp- i i'm not unwilling to use spells but i haven't really done any mu- much magic and stuff and so yeah i'm just punching everybody to death and in elden ring or in all these games you get these crazy weapons you could get like a 12 foot long katana you know or like a giant sword that's like eight feet tall and two feet wide and that helps you because it gives you quite a bit of reach with your weapons you know you can you could hit someone that's 12 feet away from you or something but when you're you have boxes boxing gloves like literally you have to be like inches away from your enemies at all times. it's really fun but it's really hard so i've been really enjoying it but it's very frustrating
2: i've been enjoying your streams because when i played that game uh i played the first half of that game as a pure magic build and then in a shocking twist for a souls game they let you respec, which is so new that i can change my build halfway through it's like it's it's crazy and i changed to more of a a blood loss build using katanas but even with the katana i used a special one that gave me like a long-range blood attack so the idea that i have to be as close as you were is insane to me i can't believe you're doing it and i cannot wait to see how like i want to see you beat that final boss with just the fist i think it'll be the greatest fucking thing of all time and so i love your stream because i've just been rooting you on just like Yeah, just come on, Rocky. It's a Rocky
0: story. It really is. And I've seen on TikTok people do these uh, more obviously rocky builds. They don't wear armor. So they're shirtless. They have like a kind of like a rocky, like haircut. And then they only use the iron ball fists, which look more like punching gloves. And then they use bloodhound steps. So they're like disappearing and reappearing. And they're just like crazy karate guys and punching people to death. It was really cool to watch. And that's, I want to get like that in PVP, but especially in PVP, when you're not up against AI, but player skill, like the disadvantage of the lack of reach is so much more punishing in pvp but anyway i don't know uh well I, you know sometimes we talk about food on the show dr ryan oh what's up kevin are you, you good kevin
1: you um really i think so everything on mine is completely frozen like i can hear you but i can't see anything i can't click on anything i can't so we're live but i can't end the show it's basically okay, where we're at and, right now and then
0: that means we might be recording or we might not Um, i'm pretty sure we are recording yeah last time something like this happened we did record but it was scary um and what an episode to lose you know this is easily the best episode we've ever done and (laughs) And the
2: the fear much like morbius (laughs) is always there so it's like morbius instills the fear not knowing if all of this will ever see the light of day gives me that same feeling of Morbius. I love it. I th- I'm so yeah, glad and so
0: in, in the movie, again, I alluded to this, but he doesn't drink blood because he has self-control. He drinks fake blood that he invented with his genius powers. And I actually was able to, uh, put in a little request to Dr. Michael Morbius. And i actually got some of this uh this uh blood i am holding up a bag of you know blue blood in front of camera it's a ziploc bag you know you're a dr ryan this is standard let me grade. let me see
2: is that a, well is it ziploc yeah okay. a Ziploc. as long as it's ziploc it is medical grade
0: okay so i am gonna try this um what, what do you
1: think it's gonna taste like kevin and ryan i mean blue is is my obvious guess but this I'm I'm this I'm hoping something more sophisticated. Everywhere.
2: Uh yeah. I mean Morbius only sucks the blood of the guilty, so I'm going to say justice.
1: Okay, so Spencer is seductively suckling the corner of a Ziploc bag. Uh, he looks everywhere. it's getting over. <laughs> yeah, he's it's it's sexually spilling down his beard and onto his chest.
0: <laughs> I looked for a straw. I could not find one. I was like this is just going to I'm just glad it didn't just get destroyed. But I got to tell you if this is what Morbius is sucking down, I can see why he's not needing to go for blood. You know, it doesn't just taste like Mountain Dew Voltage, and it isn't just Mountain Dew Voltage in a Ziploc bag. Um, but it's good, <laughs> different than that, and it's not just a very cheap visual uh, Morbius bit that I'm doing on an audio podcast.
2: It's definitely not Mountain know. Dew, because as we've discovered on the Morbius Discord, Morbius only
1: drinks Pepsi. <laughs> that, right, that's and lean. that's a more. I mean, yeah, do you but, remember Pepsi Blue? That that was out for oh, what, six yeah. months. You know? That you know, that may be what he drinks. It does taste a little like Pepsi Blue. Sorry, Kevin, go ahead. I just said that may be what he actually drinks, is Pepsi Blue
0: yeah pepsi Blue's good that you like you said they brought it back i thought it tasted too much like cola like i think it tasted like cola before but i it, when i was a kid it didn't taste like cola to me and this time around it had a pretty heavy cola note so it's like blueberry cola or something and it's like that's not great blueberry soda is better than blueberry cola right but um i don't know have, have have you guys, i don't know how, oh go ahead no
2: no have you guys speaking of have you guys tried the nitro pepsi do you know about this
1: it's uh, oh, i have it? some ordered and then spencer found some too What are you guys talking about? Nitro
2: Pepsi. Wait, what? Pepsi has put out a draft Pepsi, Nitro Pepsi, that comes in a can with a little nitrogen cartridge in the bottom that you're Mm. supposed to open and pour hard, which means to pour directly into the can so that there's no carbonation. And it's basically flat Pepsi with a head like a Guinness.
0: Whoa, that's crazy. That's not like, is that anything like, whoa, yes. Yes! Oh, my God. I have it. (laughs) It's, what do you like? How do you like that? It's the worst soda I've ever tasted. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Me and Kevin are gonna crack into them next week. Oh, we might amazing. also try some of the hard Mountain Dew. Kevin found some hard Mountain Dews.
1: I did. So, yeah. So that's I be fun. Uh, thank you, Ashley, to my ex-wife Samantha, who is a listener of this podcast, funnily enough, uh, who found some of the hard Mountain Dew for us in a local store in Florida and mailed it to me. So we're gonna be trying that uh, next week.
0: Yeah, they're on good terms, but I thought it was really cruel of Kevin to put in his divorce settlement that she had to listen to the podcast.
1: What what can I say? I'm petty and I like attention, (laughs) as you know.
0: Yeah. But so, okay. So I just wanted to, I mean, we're, we're low on time. I don't know. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Ryan. I'm not kicking you off. Please, please stay unless you want to go. But I do want to change a little bit because I, I do a Patreon. I know I talk about it. I probably talk about it too much, but it is something I am doing and it's something I enjoy doing and I'm excited about. Um, I've started to try and make videos, uh, YouTube videos. We're hoping to release the first one this week, maybe in, in concert with the, uh, with the release of this podcast, because the video we did is a morbius video <laughs> we're making DD videos and um, one of the videos we want to do is like let's try making uh, fictional characters in DD. and what better way to do that than with dr michael morbius the living vampire so we statted michael morbius in DD real quick and we made this funny silly video and we'll put that out i want to do more videos for uh, patreon and if you want to support that you can go to patreon we also have a discord it's a beautiful community um the discord just launched the uh uh, a Minecraft server. Um, I mean, get in now before it bogs down with the weight of all the demand. I don't know, but if you want to, if you want to play Minecraft with us, join the Patreon and you can play Minecraft with us. But what I really wanted to talk about was I, in my infinite wisdom decided that the page, our Patreon community needed a sandwich contest. And so I said, sandwich contest, we're making sandwiches. And so everyone is submitting pictures of sandwiches that they made. They're talking us through their sandwiches. And at the end of it all, if you submit a sandwich before April, we, or uh, before the end of April, we might cut it off earlier, but you know, we want to let people get in the door. Um, you could submit a sandwich and, you know, I just wanted to go through some of these sandwiches just to talk through it, you know, the entrance. And 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 then maybe if we have time, I'll go through like my, what my entry is going to be. Cause like <laughs> I wanted to make a sandwich that I, I make occasionally, but it's pretty expensive. And I was like, well, let's do a sandwich contest. Then it'll like kind of make sense that I made this crazy sandwich, you know? So, so that's what I'm doing. Um, but the first entry is JC Gyo or Gyo with uh, JC's impossible Kim cheeseburger. Now JC is actually a v- vegetarian. I think he's not a vegan. Um, but so, uh, he made a Kim cheeseburger, a vegan one with toasted, a uh, toasted roll, kimchi, impossible burger, uh, American cheese, uh, fried egg. Yeah. So he's not a vegan and, uh, it's and a spoonful of mushroom stock. This guy's a real cook. He's got sashimi togarashi and bulgogi sauce on this kimchi burger so that's the first entrance so you know we're starting strong would you eat that either of you guys would you eat that hell yeah 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 i would totally eat that yeah i think i'd eat it there's a lot of stuff i wouldn't eat but it also looks really good it looks like a um, you guys have impossible burgers
2: yeah yeah i've never tried i don't know how much of the difference is there between the impossible and the i've tried the Beyond. The Beyond is good, but I
0: think the Impossible tastes more like meat. I okay. think the Beyond has a really solid flavor, but I think it tastes kind of a little veggie patty to me. And then texturally, I think it's a bit off, but, uh, but the Impossible Burger is a better facsimile, but they're both very quality. I, I don't think one's better or worse, and it kind of depends on what you're using it in. Like, I really like the Beyond Meat at Del Taco, for instance. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They're
2: Beyond uh, Taco. It's just like, oh, this
0: this tastes pretty much just like a normal taco. Oh, and you like Del Taco, right? I love Del Taco. Del Taco
2: Taco is, I think, one of the better quick service restaurants, especially when it's shrimp taco season. Uh, Me and Aaron have, uh, that's when we became friends, we bonded over our love for shrimp tacos from Del Taco. So.
0: Yeah, and I'm not a big seafood fan, but uh, Del Tacos fish tacos and shrimp tacos are something I can I can enjoy, and I really like them, and I get them every every season, even though I don't like them. But uh, you know, if you were entering the contest, Ryan, you might enter a bean burrito with ketchup. Is that correct?
2: So I like as a little snack. Sometimes I will make a, a burrito at home. It's very simple. It's a tortilla with some refried beans, a little bit of cheese, and ketchup. I think that is fine. I don't see why everyone thinks it's weird that I put ketchup on burritos and they I've been eating those since I was five and they haven't done me wrong since yeah i mean it makes sense to me
0: i'm not gonna knock it i don't like to uh ketchup but i don't like ketchup so i'm That's not gonna fine. say you know it's like I, i'm not like oh gross don't put ketchup on that you know but anyway i just wanted to talk through that because you know get to know dr ryan and, and get to know him more in the freaking big dogs D on tuesday nights at 6 p.m um and get to know him even more in his uh medical practice or podcast you know i don't know um but 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 okay so another sandwich we got zippy he submitted a pizza sandwich it's got pepperoni Ooh. it's got cheese it's got tomato sauce that looks homemade and it's on fucking garlic bread. And let me tell you guys, this gar- garlic bread is big and soft looking with some toasted crust on it. It looks really good, like a nice garlic bread pizza sandwich, you know?
2: That sounds really good.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's too good. Um then we got I don't know what's on this. It looks like a turkey. Oh, yeah. This is like a thin turkey bacon and cheddar or turkey bacon, Swiss. I think actually sandwich, just a nice, simple sandwich. I'd eat the hell out of that. And, uh, what else we got? We got a, (laughs) we got a, a fruit Nutella waffle sandwich. It's a waffle with Nutella and strawberries and blueberries, you know, so these are the kinds of sandwiches you get oh JC guy also submitted a, a grilled cheese sandwich that he made himself he like chemically created American cheese out of other kind of cheese and then he made a crazy sandwich with uh with uh tomato soup to accompany it you know it it's crazy stuff um I don't want to I guess I don't want to go through all of these but or do I I don't know uh well what do you guys what, what do you guys like in a sandwich huh
1: Uh, My my favorite sandwich of all time is from this shop that I think there's still one of them still open in Chicago called Captain Nemo's that had the, they call it their Mexican sandwich where it's like a layer of refried beans and guacamole and, you know, some kind of like whitish cheddarish cheese on top of that, that you then dip into split pea soup, Mm -hmm. like a, like a saw. And that doesn't sound like that would be good at all. But it is so amazingly perfect. Like I, I would give anything right now to have one of those sandwiches. You know.
0: Well, is have you had a torta? Because that sounds a lot like a torta, right?
1: It is, but this is more like sub form in like okay. you know crusty kind of like French bread kind of thing. Um, and the split pea thing is completely weird and amazing. But yeah, it, it's like a it's like a torta, but five pounds. So I'm sure
0: you guys heard all that crackling and rustling of a plastic bag, right? You guys heard all
1: that. I
2: I just it looked like you were enjoying some wonderful blood substitute. Is all I saw. I've got to say I'm addicted to this
0: stuff. I, you know, I I mean I hope I don't turn into some sort of crazy bad CGI monster. You know, <laughs> like
2: uh, could could I pitch you what I think is the epitome of sandwich? Yeah, please. I think that that torta sub sounds amazing, Kevin. Yeah, uh, and no disrespect soup. meant that that does sound good. I would try that. But to me, the the perfect sandwich exists and nothing will ever top it. And that is the holiday sandwich or Thanksgiving sandwich. Bread, turkey, stuffing, and cranberry. Uh, you can't beat it. I think that that is a all-round best sandwich ever. Top 10. Can't beat it. To me, at least. Yeah, you
0: got gravy and mashed potatoes. Throw that on too. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah i mean i don't even go through the effort of making like a a sandwich with it but like thanksgiving leftovers are like truly one of the year's joys to me and like for the past two years i've made entire thanksgiving spreads for no one just me just amazing over the next month and it's it's the best decision i ever make i make a really good stuffing I like my stuffing recipe better than like any other stuffing I've had basically. Uh, it's not like amazing. I just, you know, I don't know. I like it more. But uh but so yeah, I love fucking but I just I just literally just pile a giant mound into the fucking plate and put it in the microwave and just set it for like 7 minutes or something and then I just eat this just mound of slop. I love fucking ham, honey baked ham is so good. Man, you guys like ham?
2: I do. Yeah, man. Ham? I eat like anything. Ham tastes weird to me, but that's probably because I grew up Jewish, so I didn't get really try it until I was older, and at that point, it was like, I don't know what this is, and it tastes weird.
0: Well, okay. So, have you had there's lunch meat ham, but have you had like kind of Thanksgiving dinner, like kind of like roast like dinner ham?
2: I've had like you know the honey baked ham. You get it like yeah, yeah, barrel. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah and it's like I, I it's like, good. It's
0: just weird to me. No, I get it. No, it, ham is weird. It has it's because it's cured. It has this kind of weird quality to it. Um, but you know, it's certainly a reasonable opinion. But I don't like lunch meat ham like very much mm-hmm. at all. I kind of it kind of grosses me out. But I I do very much love like a honey baked brand like spiral cut ham. I'll, I fucking devour that shit um but yeah anyway more sandwiches get maimed has the lasagna melt which is on italian cheese or on italian bread it's it's like lay it's like the layers of lasagna except put into like a loaf sandwich bread it's it's like a triple layer sandwich that's you know it's like lasagna but on bread instead of on noodles oh you got that's me. a really I, intense one that sounds amazing i would eat that fucking immediately yeah that's gonna be you know that's going to be one of the top contenders, I think. It's amazing. It looks, you know, that and the pizza sandwich are both kind of a similar take, but they look really amazing. Um, I'm trying to see. Then there's some madness. Oh, Phantom Noise, just submit. Submitted a sandwich. It has this special mayo spread uh, that she made with cucumbers, chives, dill, and then it's got provolone, butter, lettuce, mortadella, prosciutto, copa italiano, salami, uh, peppers, kettle, salt. Or It's got chips on it, salt and vinegar, kettle chips on it. That sounds fucking amazing. And it looks like good. a really like epic kind of Subway sandwich on like uh, this looks like a nice kind of baguette, um, which maybe a softer bread would be good, but you know, a baguette. Ooh, baby. And now it's time to talk about my sandwich. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. what would you, if you were entering a sandwich and, you know, obviously you can do it however you want, but you have to make it, you know, what would you make? You
2: know, I developed a sandwich when I was in seventh grade home economics. That is still, I think my favorite that I've made, which is a, a hamburger pizza sandwich, which is you brown up some, uh, ground beef, with italian spices oregano paprika garlic salt garlic pepper tomato sauce tomato paste and then you melt at least one pound of cheddar cheese and one pound of mozzarella cheese into it put those onto hoagie rolls wrap it in foil and then bake it for another 30 minutes that is my uh i we call those yeah the the hamburger pizza sandwiches and i uh i love those
0: yeah, no, that sounds legit. Fuck, dude. That's so good. And Kevin, Kevin likes cooking, but he's more like, you're kind of a science, like you you do the sous vide and stuff. I mean, maybe
1: like a crazy sous vide steak sandwich could be crazy. But I mean, do you have any, like, what would you do? Um, probably some kind of like a grilled cheese melt kind of thing. That's what I've, I'm sort of making a lot of lately. And that's what I've been experimenting with is like what the right proportions of cheese are and what else to put in it and things like that. So yeah, it would be some kind of like really thick grilled cheese on some nice crusty bread, I think would be, would be my current sandwich.
0: Yeah. So the thing is for me, I only like, the, like the, I need it to be simple. Like I want just American cheese, no, no special cheese. I want the whitest bread possible, but here's, here's the twist I do 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 but but i will use mayonnaise instead of butter if i have it it's not like a deal breaker if i don't but I, I never liked mayonnaise as a kid. And when I saw a dad do that at a friend's house, I was aghast. And when I ate it, it was easily the best thing I've ever had. And I was like, I just never questioned it again. It's like, and anytime anyone talks about it, I kind of pointed out like, a lot, like Hey, have you ever tried mayonnaise? And you know, uh, no one does, no one ever tries it. But are
1: it, you talking it, like in the sandwich
0: or in the pan you know, it's like of a- butter to butter and you butter the bread, you know, you butter the outsides of the bread, but instead you mayo the outsides of the bread. So it okay. still does what butter butter. butter does, which is add a layer of fat, which quickly transmits heat to the bread to create a toast. You know, it's just not butter that's doing it. And I don't know, I guess it's just because it's sour or something. It has a tang to it. It just works better. It's not like it's less, it's somehow less greasy than, than butter. Like, you know, when you pick up the butter, it's kind of not that that's a problem, but it's like, it just, it, I don't know. It just, it's this, it's magic. It's magic. I don't know. But I mean, it makes sense. It's like this dairy kind of fat that. Why well, you could probably interchange a lot of dairy fats or something and make a passable sandwich.
2: But uh, I, I do the same thing. But I like garlic aioli, which is basically just mayonnaise with garlic in it. And it gives it that little tang. So I, I think it's very normal to use mayonnaise. I got to try that. That sounds oh, good. It's, like it's
0: quite good garlic in there.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Garlic makes everything better.
0: Yeah, but so I'm going to talk about my sandwich, which is based on there's a Food Network show called Kelsey Nixon's Kelsey's Essentials, I think it was. And she made this giant sandwich called a pressed picnic sandwich that you take a whole like 12 inch loaf of ciabatta, make the sandwich on that, and then you press it under some weights in the fridge overnight. Um, to kind of get all the flavors married together and then you cut it into like small pieces and you can take it on a picnic. I, I sometimes will take one when I'm camping or when I'm going traveling, because you can just bust out some sandwiches and pass them around, you know, and it, it'll feed like, like four or five good meals, you know, like not like f- person meals, like it could feed five people once or one pe- person, like over the course of a day and a half, you know? Um, so like, it's, it's a really good sandwich, but it's kind of a classic, you know, Italian style sandwich. Um but uh you know like it's got the ciabatta it's got this roasted red pepper spread which is kind of what would be the mayonnaise it's it's mayonnaise it's some lemon juice roasted red peppers pepperoncini, salt and pepper and um so it's got that it's got artichoke hearts for kind of texture arugula it's gonna have salami and pepperoni and maybe capicola or something or um yeah. Prosciutto or something like kind of like nice cured kind of meats. I got to figure that out. I don't want to go to stores anymore. I'm so afraid of COVID, you guys, um, that I think, so I've been trying to order delivery ingredients and, you know, I'm not going to get the best ones since I can't pick them myself, but that's a, that's a sacrifice I might be making. But then, um, then use goat cheese spread like herbed goat cheese spread for your cheese which i don't know that i'd go for that i'd probably just go for like pepper jack or something but it just really works with the sandwich and then i also made pickled red peppers that i'm gonna put on the sandwich and uh, to get some more texture and some more vinegar and then there's some balsamic vinegar that you splash on the top and i went to this place there's this place called larchmont wine and cheese shop it has the best fucking sandwiches in la and they're like five or six bucks. I'm sure they raised the price. Never mind. But they're like just really amazing, really good ingredients, amazing ciabattas, amazing French rolls. Um, and then just the best fucking balsamic vinegar ever. And it's like, it's sweet. It just sings. Like it's, I, I, it's just, it cuts through everything. And it's like, you just want to suck it out of the sandwich. <laughs> um, and so I was like, and they also sell ingredients because it's a wine and cheese store. So I went there and I was like. I'm going to get the fucking balsamic vinegar that they got. Cost me 40 bucks. <laughs> but it's like straight from Italy, like really real from Italy stuff. It's thick when you glug the bottle around, it's thick. And um when I got home and cracked it open, I was like, "You know what? I paid 40 bucks for this and I took a swig. And it was the best. I could have probably drained that whole bottle and then, like, died of stomach cramps or something. <laughs> you know, I'm not a doctor, but it was so good. I literally could drink it. So that's kind of my sandwich. Um, You know, I think we're gonna vote, so it's not like I rig rig the vote. So I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna win. Like the the contentions are really, the competition's really stiff. You know, but uh, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna make a sandwich, but it's just it's a fun time. You know, there's a group of people that are like kind of uh, doing accountability with weight loss. They're trying to see who's gonna lose the weight the fastest and stuff. It's just a we talk about ADHD and stuff. It's a truly like a supportive community, and I would invite you, I would invite everyone to join. Other than the fact that like the people that are already here are so good that you might just bring the caliber of people down by joining because the fact that you aren't already in it already speaks to your quality you know, the quality of your character and I'm worried that you joining might kind of you know bring a seedy element of you know assholes not you Ryan I'm talking to the audience oh, okay right? so you know Thought I you were talking people- to me directly no no but I want people to join but at the same time it's like this is such a nice group of people that I can't imagine it getting better it could only go down from here you know anyway but that's our show we're out of time
2: you uh kevin uh oh let's go ryan first ryan you got anything to plug uh just listen to my podcast uh i have more trophies than you and follow me on twitter at dr underscore ryan
0: Hell yeah! And check him out in the Morbcast, Morb, the Morb, the Morbcore Morbman out. And uh, also, yeah, he plays uh and with us. Aaron, Aaron Pierce uh, from you know real life sci fi pe- uh, fame, also plays. Um, and she's really funny. Um, and she's also friends with Frank, one of the big dogs, apparently. So that's really weird. What about? Uh, that's all I have. You know, I talked about everything I have. Uh, check out Morbius in theaters now. Um, you know, uh, Jared. Oh, Jared loves piece of shit. I know all that. I'm not. He's a piece of shit. If anyone could do anything bad to him. You know, uh, go for it. Jared uh, <laughs> Leto sucks. Morbius rules. Yeah, it's not. And, and again, the movie sucks. So whatever. But what about you, Kevin?
1: Um, if you're watching this live on ShrubHomeVideo.com, coming up next is the Best of Channel 101, followed by a brand new real-life sci-fi, followed by our premiere of the very trippy, very enjoyable thing called The Wave Tricks. So check that out. It starts at 815 Pacific, 1115 Eastern. And if you're not listening to this live on ShrubHomeVideo, tune in next Sunday and watch us when's
0: the wave tricks i actually want to check that out uh 8 pacific hell yeah okay cool awesome well uh okay so that's our show and until next time let's leave you with uh my favorite quote from uh the movie morbius which is my instinct is to always bite back is that's a sentence that's in quotes my instinct is to always bite back is your password for everything because she hacked into his computer and he's like how do you do that and she's like oh please my instinct to bite is to bite back is your password to everything which is see you guys